Welcome everybody to episode, I've lost count, I think this is seven now. Um, six? Pretty sure. I'd have to think back, we have anyway, to write it down. That's embarrassing. It's <laughs> six or seven. Anyway. It's not the end of the world. Uh, we today, make the rules. Yes, we do. Um, today, uh, I believe was our first um, fan request. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that, that is correct. Not between a choice of, of either of us. Um and uh, an interesting choice, to say the least. Yeah, to say the least, right. Um, so so this is, I'm just going to, if you don't mind. You take you it, yeah. You can, no, okay, you can only because this is an interesting thing. I, this person, I'm assuming once we put it up, I'll tell them they subscribe to it, and I'm sure we'll listen certainly to this. This was his recommendation. It's a gentleman that I worked with for a number of years at the phone company. So this, for just a minute, I'm going to dip into the life portion of the title of the show. Okay. So... One of my primary theories in life that you are familiar with is that who will always show themselves wherever you go? The loud loser. Yes. So when I first met this gentleman, I was absolutely convinced he was a loud loser. But as it turns out, now that I know him, he is like a variant, a good variant of the loud loser. He's actually just a friendly, happy, loud guy from a distance. Okay. But absolute not lo- non-loser a winner if you will so all right anyway i just had to point that out so that's all cool uh, you're not always right okay. i've been wrong about many things and <laughs> in that particular case i was wrong about this all guy right. So. all right does that relate to the album at all or is you just no 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 in? it's just a comment on oh, the person right. who recommended that we do it and okay, okay. Well, very eclectic interesting guy that and is it's a weird choice but you know hey that's good that's funny because uh I, anybody who is listening to this type of album, I would have expected to be quiet, maybe introverted. Well, no, he—that's he—he is. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, as they say, it's outwardly. You can be outwardly one way, but your real nature is. And he spends a lot of time alone, not in a negative way, but he's mo- yeah. big movie buff, music, and yeah, he's a very okay. interesting guy. Anyway, all right, all off right. we go. Yeah. Um. So, tubular bells by yep. mike oldfield mike is the oldfield. album i don't know if we introduced that no uh, 1973 73 uh it's considered a progressive rock album mainly from what i what i studied on it yep, pre- me pre- too listening uh and uh as we we found out it was uh used in the soundtrack to the film the exorcist yes well i knew that my whole life obviously yeah. well you, were you aware generation. of this album before we listened to it i was aware of the fact that this music was used for that movie okay but no so did, but did you know the name tubular bell yes. before we listened yes, to this? yes 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 okay we, I, we everybody from my generation growing up you kind of knew tubular bells oh okay. that's the music from the exorcist all so right we knew all it right. that way got it um okay so I mean, we can start off here. I did cover art, of course, to start off with. I don't know. Oh, if you, Jesus! Did you forget that? That's aspect? fine, though. But you talk about it. And right. I remember what it looked like. I okay. don't even have to look it up. I remember. Okay, I'll start off here. Yeah. So, um, basically, I—I I mean, I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's these metal tubes which form sort of a triangle or heart type shape. I'm guessing these are the tubular bells. I would say or the so. Chimes. Certainly. Uh, and it's against a background image of clouds and the ocean at the at the bottom, uh, and in small orange print, uh, you can see the album uh, title and the artist's name, Mike yes. Goldfield. 
Um, Definitely a 70s feel. Yeah. Similar uh, to Stevie Wonder. Yes. and Not in the way it looks, but just that era. Yeah. Oh, totally. It um, speaks of 1973. Yes. Uh, didn't love it, I'll ha- I have to say. Okay. Uh, though it was interesting in ways I just, I don't know, looking at the image, it just didn't catch my eye per se. It okay. didn't shine out at me. I didn't, I wasn't digging it uh, j- upon looking at it. So, um, yeah. I tend to agree. I mean, it's not terrible. It's fine. No. It's not a. It's not as bad. It's not a bothersome image at all. No. And it's just like, okay, here we go. It's clearly the tubes of what he's talking about. Yeah, it's it's definitely s- not bad, but I don't. It, I can't explain it. Right. It's well, that's fine. The way the image was, you know, the contrast between the bells and the background. I just I wasn't a fan. Anyway, sure. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to that's, say on yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah again, it's n- nothing spectacular. It was yeah. fine from the times, and yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't anything I would have gone out to purchase. But yeah, yeah. So, would you like me to begin? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I took the cover, so okay. you can begin with track so one. So it won't. This is going to be briefer, I would assume, than the other ones. We've most done. likely, most There's likely. There's only four pieces of music in this whole thing. Two uh, of them are very lengthy. Yeah, clocking it at basically thirty minutes each. Yep, and two of them are brief, traditional. Radio-length singles, if you will. Yep. All right. So, Tubular Bells Part 1, I believe. Correct. Is that the, okay. That is correct. Uh, now, so this, for me, obviously, certainly when it, as soon as it begins, if you're of my age or if you're a movie buff, you're like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah. Iconic, iconic riff. Music from The Exorcist draws you right in. Yep. I'd like to think it would have to me, to my ear, even if it hadn't been connected to that movie. Yeah. Because it's good. It's just really good. You yeah. Know? That's really, really good. It's, again, all-time riff that builds and builds and builds. So that draws you right in, certainly. Again, I, I know I'm not looking at it uh, even-handedly because it, I immediately connected to the movie, and I've known this yep. music uh, since then, since the movie came out. But yeah. So that's great. Now that continues and builds, as I said. Uh, it does fade for me into like a nice acoustic guitar section. Uh, yep. Not bad. Uh, then I had some keyboard. It seemed like it that bled into a keyboard segment that I didn't love. Almost like electronic, uh, like some electronic music, electronic keys. I, I can't explain it. Yep, I know what um, you mean. And so for me, uh, from about halfway in. The second half, it just kind of lost me because now you've lost all that beginning, that exorcist music, if you yeah, will. Yeah. Uh, you've gone through a few changes in direction. It wasn't great. Then there's like this spoken word portion yes. at the end where yes. he's like bass, and it does that. And, uh, to me, it was just bad. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah. So that I did not enjoy. But all right. So yeah, I, again, the beginning of it is tremendous. I mean, it every well, you know it now, and if you ever have or in the future see the film or the look watch it on youtube clips of it It, it's all over the clips in the movie itself so yeah uh but yes so my opinion on this i actually did like it a lot because of the strength of that beginning and the fact that i'm so connected to that iconic portion of the song that i liked it the second half lost its way certainly but overall i enjoyed it again because i I just really love that that beginning riff very good okay um yeah, I I had similar thoughts. I thought immediately the it's a great piano intro. Love the riff. Uh, I mean, iconic. Obviously, even I, um, being a f- a film buff and having seen the movie, right. I knew it immediately. Sure. I mean, oh, it's so it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, uh, throughout. I mean, I have to say this is a uh, keys heavy 
song and album. Yes. A lot of keyboards. Right. A lot of piano, a lot of synthesizer, a lot of uh, Moog, uh, organ. Uh, sure. And they all kind of layer over each other, and it's really cool. It's, I mean, it's a great sound. I thought it was really nice. Um, and then, yeah, there's the acoustic part, but also uh, about maybe a third way through um, this first track, there's this part where electric guitar, bass, and I believe some drums come in. Yes. It almost becomes <coughs> a rock oh, my section. My went awry. Then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. Um, becomes rock in ways. Yes, I heard um, that. <coughs> it's... You know, uh, a solo with harmonics and yes. something you might hear in even like a, I don't know, a Van Halen song. I mean, the solo is extremely rock-esque, really went along with the rhythm section and was really, you know, just almost virtuoso style playing. I mean... Did you go for it or... I did go for it, yes, oh, right. very much. I mean, I, I again, doing my research on this, I found out Mike Oldfield... 19 years old, played all the guitars and all the organs and all the keys on this whole album. Yes, I read all that as well. Very impressive. I mean, this is extremely good guitar playing, I can say, from being a guitar player myself. This is extremely, I mean, years of practice here. This is very good. Oh, the musicianship is incredible. He's clearly a really, really talented guy. Absolutely. Um, I think... This song, I mean, progressive rock is a fine label for it because it is extremely progressive. It goes through many different sections, many different motifs all throughout the song. Um, I mean, they're all good. I do have to agree, though, that the kind of some of the sections felt long as they went on by the end. Yes. I was underwhelmed by the end. Sure. It it just felt like the same. I mean, especially the last five or six minutes where it's just that same riff. Brutal. Over and over. And the guy talking. Then he he comes in, starts talking. He's actually introducing every instrument that then comes in. Yeah, not good. To the song, which I I didn't really enjoy. Nor I. Um, I mean, the rest of the song, the musicianship, the writing is incredible. Uh I did like it, though, I okay. have to say. I yeah, mean, no, me too. In the end, I liked it. Yes. The beginning of it is so strong that it <clears throat> uh, blots out the yes. bad part. I, yeah, I got a throat thing going on, but I'm yeah, going to soldier on. Okay. Um, I, th- I I will say, I thought it was interesting. Oh, excuse me. I'm <laughs> burping here, too. See? Uh, I did think it was interesting. I mean, at the beginning of this, right when this track started with the pianos and stuff, and the, you know, thinking of The Exorcist, I mean, I was like, oh, okay, this is a soundtrack album. Then halfway through, drums, guitars, and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, this is taking a rock turn. Like, yes. I wouldn't hear this in a movie. No, In the no. background. At the beginning, I was like, this is a movie. Halfway through, I was like, this is like, you know, a band, like a rock, you know, like an album type material. Sure. Uh, that you'd normally hear from, like, a, like, as I said, any famous group. I was like, man, this is... I mean, it really was weird. It had different vibes all throughout um, that. I mean, again, it was good. Uh, by the end, I was pretty disenchanted with the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, we're talking in circles now. I think we, you know what I mean? Yeah. I okay. think we have a, our feelings on it. We really, the first half of the song is so strong that it's, it all right. gives it, for me, it's a thumbs up. And then, yeah, boy, that end is rough, though. No, no doubt about it. That's sure. rough. All right. Go ahead. Track two. I started that one. This is your 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 oh, on me, boy. Oh, yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Tubular bells, part two. Yes. Uh, right as it comes in, once again, it starts with these key layered keyboards. Right. Um, 
which I thought the interplay was was great. And uh, there's some wind instruments that come in. Yep. Uh, very progressive rock that reminded me of Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin, these kind of flutes and stuff that oh, came yeah. in. Uh, I got to be honest, though, by five minutes in, this section started to repeat, um, and I was laying in my bed while listening to this. I was having trouble staying awake while listening to it. I'll be totally honest. Sure. We're um, all about honesty. Um there are some uh, female backup singers that come in yeah, in this song. Which I heard that. I thought was cool. Um, I mean, even when I was halfway through the song, I knew it wasn't as good or memorable as the previous track. Not even close, right? Um, I mean, I enjoy soundtracks. I love movie soundtracks. I've listened to them a lot. I enjoy long, epic, progressive rock tracks. But throughout this particular um, song, I felt like... It was sort of repetitive. I mean, just yes. the whole thing leading up. But then halfway through, once again, it gets heavier. There's these drums, these guitars, uh, and these weird, like, deep, scatting vocals. Oh, yeah. It's just, well, I'll, um, get, I'll get to it, but yep, and, I wrote uh, that down as well. <laughs> when they first come in, I was almost refreshed in ways because I was like, finally something new here. Sure. I was like, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm out of that down-tempo um, you know, just dull thing. Uh, but when it, after about two minutes of that section, I was like, all right, this is, I don't know how much more of this I can take. Right. Um, very, this track, very odd. A lot of the instrumentation, the vocals are strange. Uh, once again, great guitar work. I mean, th- I was very highly impressed by the guitar playing on this entire record. Um, and then once that just keeps going on for about the last until the last two minutes of the song, which is this sort of mandolin ditty. Yes. Um, this sort of folk type tune. Okay. Um, which that, to be honest, was my favorite part of the whole song. Oh. Um, I quite enjoyed that. All right. Uh, because it was something new. It was something upbeat. I okay. was like, okay, here we go, and uh, it ended quickly, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Um, whether that was because I knew not much of the album remained and I was excited to get it over, I don't know. I think I did like the music and I was sort of reassured in ways to know that, okay, the two long songs are, are over. There's not much more to this, um, which I think that kind of kind of says something about how I feel about the whole album. But anyway, I won't yes. get into that. You can give not me your thing. thoughts. Okay, mine aren't as, as deep as yours, per se. Uh, a lot of it... Of what you said, I actually do agree with. This is a slower, tempoed song. There's no real riff here. Yeah. Uh, I do have that. There was some guitar that I liked. Um, but again, I have no riff to speak of. There was a middle section that I found almost like an Irish or Scottish little kind of ditty there that he was playing with and then he got out of. Um, there was a, a decent electric guitar section, as you said. But I have I just wrote Guy Yelling. Equal sign bad, and I think you know exactly what I mean. I I do know. I don't what even. You mean. I, it's like it was this weird, inarticulate, odd, like re- awful, really, really bad. Now I put down that the quiet ending I d- did not really care for. You said that was you, you really liked that. Yeah, the ending yeah. portion. So that didn't. <clears throat> excuse me, that didn't do it for me. Either. Well, it's, I think it's the AC blowing on me and the freon and all that that's messing with my voice. But all right. nonetheless, anyway. Um, this to me was not a was not a winner. I, I no no really long, nowhere in the league of the first one, and uh, you know, I, it, it, yeah, it didn't 
didn't do much for me. I I have to agree. A lot of seventies prog all over the place type yeah, type stuff. Definitely agree. And uh, I I to s- respond to you say I really liked the mandolin section. I wouldn't say I really liked. I get it. it. I right. would just say I liked it. Sure. Although it was <clears> the best part of the whole song. Right. Again, I think that kind of speaks for how I felt about the track. Okay. Anyway, uh, we can move on here. Number uh, three. Three of four. Mike Oldfield's single. Yeah. Now so this, believe it or not. Yep. Right, star and I, I like this. Okay, I right. liked it. It was a normal, I mean normal, but you know what I mean. Traditionally length single, if you yeah. will, three yeah. four minutes. This to me had a very very nice, again that Irish UK Scottish. That, yeah, you you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I almost wanted to say Game of Thrones, but that's not what I mean. It's more like an Irish jig feel to it that i really really like that that flavor it runs through the whole thing yeah uh it's mellow it's a pretty song it builds uh into some really nice guitars and keyboards uh gets in gets out obviously these aren't these are instrumentals basically the whole thing other than those two odd sections yeah and the really long ones at the beginning but this was a very very nice instrumental song that coming out of that you know two back-to-back 30 minute epics i was like well here we go and i was like okay i like this this is fine yeah i enjoyed it so right. that i did like uh well um i definitely don't have as much written down i just said boring oh so okay felt like a shorter version of the previous two songs same style production same kind of instrumentation right. just condensed down i really didn't get anything out of it okay um, that's, that's fine that's it uh, uh so you're up Yes, oh, I got it. This okay, you S- Sailor's Hornpipe. Oh yeah. Uh final track. Yep. Uh shortest track on the album. Um I, I wrote down um not good <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat. Uh I said odd spoken word over this like traditional folk music. Um the music that's like softer in the background right. is fine, but the sound effects and the voice put over it are just so bad um i wrote down what is he trying to prove like i didn't get this you know what yes. i mean like the other songs i'm like all right this is progressive almost sure. like fusion like yeah, yeah he it's obviously like fun to write this kind of stuff and that he's passionate but this i was like all right this isn't musically creative no. this is not like what i, I don't know i th- this is the type of track where i think it was just being weird to be weird um rather than any sort of like creative sure. mindset. Very uh, strange. I agree. Um and, to- and at the very end of this one there's that mandolin ditty again mm-hmm. that comes into both speakers, which again, I kinda like that. Um and kind of liking compared to the rest of this song is, you know, light years good. Away from saying I like it. So yes. anyway, uh that was the best part of the song for me. Okay. Um, you can go ahead with I your have all thumbs down, okay. all arrows down, as you can say. Yeah, I said abysmal, horrid waste of time. Why am I listening to this? It is yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah, it I might. don't have no idea what he was doing. I don't. I mean, the other three, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the other three, yeah. in a in a sense, go together, if you will. Yeah, this was just. This was when I said, "All right, this is just not good. No. Bad, horrible, horrible. Uh, so. Worse than David Bowie's Girl Loves Me. I mean, oof." Both real bad, but yeah, I think this I, this <laughs> I, was more distasteful. I would to have my to ear. I would have to agree. Um, yeah. All right. So, nearing the end here, we're on sure. to our least and favorite tracks right. here. Um, uh, so I guess I go first because you have yeah, the last song. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 
my favorite, uh, Tubular Bells Part 1. I you just couldn't, as much as I liked the third song, which was a little interesting, but, you know, come on, I mean, the Exorcist theme, that first few, it's just unbelievable. It, it yep. is a completely iconic piece of music, even though it changes through the scope of the 26 minutes, but tremendous. No way that couldn't be anybody's favorite, but we'll see what you have to say. Okay. Uh, it was so obvious. I mean, literally, we're, right, we're only picking from four, and the worst is that last, the Sailor, if you will, song. Just yep. absolutely, obscenely bad, terrible, horrid. Horrid, horrid. So that's it. That's my best, my worst. Do, would you like a score? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm giving this a three. <clears throat> three out of ten. Not plus, not minus, just a straight three. Okay. Uh, the majority of it I didn't care for. I thought that uh, it's just weird, odd. Too much of it's weird, odd 70s meandering music. You know, if you chopped down... I don't know, maybe if he made like an instrumental album of six or seven, uh, three, four, five minute songs. Do you know what I mean? And took elements of it. But it, anyway, I'm, I'm yeah. getting off, get, just getting way off track. But no, not not strong. Not strong at all. Did did not enjoy the experience other than, you know, reminiscing about The Exorcist and the brilliance of that yeah, riff. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Um Least favorite track, Sailor's Hornpipe. Favorite track, Tubular Bells Part 1. Okay. Um, we're unanimous on that. Yep. Um, be hard not to be. Yeah. In, for such a small sample. All the reasons you said. Okay. Um, and my score was actually a 3-plus out of 10. Oh. See, I had 3-plus, and I, I just I, I didn't want to go there. But yeah. anyway. That's yeah. Which is one hair higher than yours, as we right. usually are. It seems to yeah. be a theme here. I'm okay. usually one half higher sure. than you. But Bowie like, was the outlier. Yes, yes. And that's actually interesting because you rated this higher than David Bowie's album, technically, by a I suppose, by a yeah. You it, rated it a bit higher. Would that be accurate with yeah, that analogy? Yeah, you know what? And I'll tell you why it would, because that piece of music, that beginning portion of Tubular Bells 1, yeah. to me, is part of my childhood, part of yeah. me loving film, and is better than anything I heard on Bowie, quite okay. frankly. So, All right. yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with giving this a hair, hair, Higher score. So it's not the worst rating you've had on the show. For me, it is. Yeah. It's lower. It, my lowest thus far was right. Colin Hayes' American Sunshine. Sure. This is almost two places below that and is my, to date, worst rating on the show. Totally understandable. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's just interesting yeah. to point out. Um, yeah, closing agree. remarks. I don't know if you had anything I, or not. I don't per se, other than to say, I mean, I guess thank you. John Healy is yes. the gent who recommended yes. it. Yes. And although it wasn't a complete... Really, very much of an enjoyable experience. It, it's great to have input from the listeners, the fans, if you will. Uh, I am open to whatever people suggest. I know you've gotten a couple of suggestions from friends of yours who subscribe as well. Uh, I have some thoughts on things I want to do also, but we've got a list in front of us that needs to be tackled before we get to a lot of my ideas anyway. So that's that. But, yes, this was... Uh, Again, the first request, and uh, wish it had been a bit stronger, but, I, you know, I'm, that's fine. It was a fine experience. No problem. All right. Couldn't couldn't have said it better. Um, yeah, I that perfectly wraps it up. So, okay. Uh, that was Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells. Yeah. Um, On deck is? Uh, we have, uh, next up is The Legendary Grace by Jeff Buckley. Yeah, really looking forward to that. His only studio album, um... We'll we'll get into that next time. Sure. Um, 
Anyway, yes, you are correct. Looking at the time here now, we have 23 minutes. That's our shortest episode Which, well, it would, just on, on the fact that there's only four things you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, a big so. part of it, uh, which I've realized doing these videos, it comes down to the uh, track listing size. I mean, sure. Mac Miller's album was shorter than this, right. but it had 16 songs. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, you know, 14 legit songs yes. that were necessary to talk about. Which, given that those are all distinct and that, that you know, creates more time, and even just transitionally going, okay, here's the next song, yes, and then yes. back and forth, that all creates takes time. Up time. Sure. So, that makes sense, and that's, that is an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, no time limit. Yeah. Some will be short, some will be long. That's, that's right. It. That's how it goes. It's uh, life in the big city. Thank you all for listening very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. That'll wrap it up. Um, Until next time. Yes. We will see you for Jeff Buckley next time. Very good. Thank you all very much. We'll bye see bye. Ya. bye. Take care, everyone. <laughs>